Rogers puts up the three. Won't go. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History title. Welcome back to another episode of Hoop Talk with Owen and Henry, where we talk about the latest basketball news, events, and scores. This week, our first segment is going to be our NBA championship predictions. So, Owen, who do you think is going to make it to the NBA Finals in the East? In the East, I have the Milwaukee Bucks winning. I think that Giannis and Dame is just such an elite duo. Giannis is averaging 30.9 points per game right now. He's just scoring at a very elite level. What about you? Yeah, the Bucks are definitely have a very talented duo in Dame and Giannis but for the East I have the Knicks winning because of how good they have been recently recently they're on a nine game win streak which is very impressive for the teams they've been playing and they're nine and one in the last 10 games which is I mean it's quite impressive I like Brunson I think he's a he gets his team a lot better they also have a talented power forward and Julius Rando and yeah that's why I have them making the East championship I think the Knicks are a great team however I don't think they'll be able to come up with a stop for Giannis they they're just such a young team, and I don't believe that Jalen Brunson's going to be able to make it happen over Giannis. So now moving on to the Western Conference, Henry, who do you have winning in the West? I have the Clippers making it to the NBA championship. I see a very talented offensive team between Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, James Harden, and I just don't see how any team can guard all three, especially have they been 8-2 in their last 10 games. I'm going to have to disagree with you on this one, Henry. I really don't see how the Clippers would make it to the finals. I mean, there's only one ball, and you could say that they have three dominant players on their team, but I don't think that they're going to be able to make it over the Minnesota Timberwolves. Minnesota, I think Anthony Edwards is just going to take over the league, and I think he's going to be the face of the league in the next few years. That's a big take. You sure about that? Yeah, I mean, I said what I said, and I think he's going to bring them to the finals. I mean, they had a tough loss a couple games ago to the lottery pick Hornets team when Cat started stat padding after he had a great first half like 44 points in the first half that's amazing but he started stat padding team lost in the end which is shows like the team doesn't have great leadership and great management I mean they're six and three in the last 10 games which is not very good for a team that's supposed to make the finals I mean I just think Rudy Gobert is at a great position on the team right now I think everyone on the team is playing well especially Carl Anthony Towns I mean with that 60 point performance that's just really incredible yeah it was a fun game to watch I can't lie as much as I don't want the Minnesota Timberwolves to win I mean it's a it's a fun team to watch very young how can you not enjoy watching Anthony Edwards you know he's had so many highlight reels recently lots of dunks throughout the season I think it's just inspiring to watch this team and I think it'll be great to see them go to the finals yeah did you see that off the backboard dunk lob that was just great I did see that I mean it was it was all over social media ESPN if you haven't seen that you should go look at it. it's very exciting to watch I think Anthony Edwards is just a great player overall, and he just brings a lot of excitement to the NBA. In our next segment, we're going to be talking about the MVP race for the NBA season this year. So, Henry, who do you have winning the MVP this year? I think the MVP this year is going to be Shea Goodsagsander for the OKC. He's leading this team, a very talented team. I mean, they're one of the best teams in the league, and I think they are because his dominance. I mean, he averaged 30 points per game. I mean, that's most players can't do that without stat padding, but he's able to do it with his team still winning, so, like, that's impressive. I think Shea Gilditch-Alexander is a great player. However, I think his defense is very average, and I could low-key beat him in a 1v1 if I really wanted to. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, for my MVP, I have Jason Tatum. I mean, he's leading his team in points and rebounds he's averaging 27 points 
in eight rebounds per 27 game. is less than 31. That's why I think okay. Shea's better. Okay, how many how many rebounds is Shea getting, though? 5.6. Yeah, that's really bad. And I just think that he's also bringing his team with him. He's winning a lot of games. The team is one of the top in the NBA right now. Yeah, I just I don't think that Jason Tatum affects the team as much as Shea Gojic does for the OKC. Because, I mean, Shea averages 6.4 assists and averages more points, which is, I mean— Offense wins games at the end of the day. It's about who scores more points. What do you say to that? Shea might be scoring 30 points per game, but if he's letting up a ton of points on defense, it really uh, doesn't help out as much as you might think. Uh, Jason Tatum's plus minus right now is at 5.98. What's Shea Gilch's? It's it's around 5.2, which is it's not that much of a difference. Hard to say that affects that much. And I don't really think that's a bad point because besides Tatum and Shea on those teams, the Celtics are just... A way better team, not going to lie. I mean, I think that's probably why his plus minus is just a little bit better. But also, I want to highlight Tatum's shooting percentage. He shoots 47%, 68th in the league. While Shea shoots 54 that's 19% in the league. It doesn't seem like that big of a difference, but when you shoot that many shots in the NBA, I mean, that adds up. Well, what do you shoot? I mean, this dude's playing at the top of the league right now, and you're hating on him for being great. I mean, he's great, but I don't think he's better than Shea. If you were to 1v1 Jason Tatum, what are you predicting the score would be? As 11-0, but I'd pay to see Shea and Tatum play in a 1v1. Yeah, I think that'd be really exciting. I think Jason Tatum would win 11-9. What do you think? I'll give it to him. Tatum has the size matchup in this game. You got Shea as a point gu- as a sh- guard and Tatum as a forward, so I'd have to give that one to Tatum. I think it'd be a close game, though, with Shea's talent because Shea's talent extends otherwise in scoring. Like, he... He's a very talented assister, which makes him so good, and you can't really pass in 1v1. So I'll give that to Tatum, but how much does it affect the MVP rankings? I mean, honestly, if if Jason Tatum gets the ball first, I think it could be 11-0 because Shea Gilgitz-Alexander is not stopping Jason Tatum, especially with his size advantage. Uh, I don't know about that. With that, that is going to conclude our first episode of Hoop Talk. Make sure to tune in to our next episodes, and we'll see you next time. Hoop, Hoop Talk. Talk. Stay, Stay hooping. hooping.